podcast i am kyle i am nick and i'm anthony and uh fuck yeah um guys it's we we, we want a game we want a football game undefeated undefeated Woo! all is right with the world right yeah. now the buccaneers are in first place of the nfc south yeah. we want a single game and it's, it's one t- in 15 here it's we time come to celebrate I, th- I think if you, I think if you went and, like up. pulled every Bucks fan like as of right now, yeah, it'd be like it'd be like, oh, we're going to Super Bowl right now. I mean, this is <laughs> it's, we're Super Bowl bound. I want to I want to lead this off with uh with the evolution, I guess you could say that I went through on Sunday while watching this game. Yeah. Uh, no, I okay. So Kyle and I are actually we're talking about that. We're interested in how you took this. Um. <laughs> so at this beginning, like after the field goal, I was like, all right, that's a decent start. Like, feels good. Got on the board first. Usually don't do that. Uh, and then, like, they just started looking like the old Bucks. Like, nothing going on offense. And the defense was playing okay. But, like, then Jameis threw that pick and set up a touchdown for him and all that. And I was like, oh, here we fucking go again. And then they slowly started to get a rhythm. And then all of a sudden, we had an explosive offense. And, like, a defense that was flying all over the field. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I don't I don't understand. Like, yeah. and then and then it changed again. And I thought the Falcons were going to come back and tie it. We were going to go to overtime like we do in every fucking game. where We had a lead and they didn't. They didn't let it happen. It was a roller, was so, a roller coaster of emotions. This game. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to think. I was happy, but I just. I don't. It felt like we were. It felt like the old bucks, and then it felt like the new bucks. I don't know what to say. Well, watching the game. I mean, Kyle and I got to watch the game together. We always start the the season off watching the game together, Aww. and it's cute. It it was a complete polar opposite of last season's opener. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, that what I was hoping. <laughs> if it was the same, we. We'd be we have having some issues. I'd be killing right myself now. right now. Yeah, I mean, I it's this is this is a huge game uh, to begin with, like to open the season with. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it, this was this was a, a, a um, it, prop, the biggest game of the season so far, <laughs> right, guys? Uh, but oh um, yeah, uh, definitely. Well, yeah, because first game, <laughs> you cliche motherfucker. How dare you? <laughs> What's that? What <laughs> you cliche motherfucker with your your. Sports talk radio sayings. <laughs> Most important game of the year is the next one. Hey, I tell you what, Jameis Winston, he, he sits back in that pocket. He goes through his progressions. He gets the ball out fast. The kid knows what he's doing back there at quarterback. He's just having fun out there, man. He's just having, he's fun, just having out fun out there. Fun out he's there. just having a lot of fun. 
No, but seriously, it, it's uh, this was a this was a huge game to come out and win. It's like a, it's almost like a statement game of saying, "Hey, we're we're a different team than we were last year," and it's almost like everybody, uh, the the team as a whole. Uh, show has shown in this one game that they've taken a, a step forward. Now, uh, how big of a step that remains to be seen, but at least it's a bit, for God's sakes, it, this is a better team that we're seeing right now. This is a better team than oh, we've yeah. seen in a long time. Well, every, every facet of the game was improved. Special teams played better. Defense played better. Offense played better. All three facets. You had, like Anthony alluded to earlier, the, the chance for the team to let down and, and let the, Falcons back in the game and and we didn't we stopped them like I remember talking to you Kyle about uh, clock manager got really excited when we we stopped them for a third and short and they're like great now they're gonna go for it but they burned their last time out I was really excited because okay now they have inside two minutes no timeouts and they're down by a score Our defense is playing pretty well that's a winnable scenario for me Right, you saw uh, that's something I haven't seen brought up a lot, Nick, and that's that's a big criticism of the the dirt cutter Mike Smith regime is that clock management, and that really wasn't a factor in this game. You had Jameis Winston who who led the team down the field on a two minute drive there right before the half for a touchdown where it was you know it was, it was beautifully executed, uh, and then when it really mattered, when it really counted in that fourth quarter, uh, they. Ate up a lot of clock time, so much so that the, the Falcons had to use all three of their timeouts uh, before the Buccaneers punted back to them. Uh, and I thought that was very well executed. I mean, I, you know, ideally you want to see them keep the ball in their hands and take a, a bunch of kneels. But I mean, for what it's worth, I mean that was that was a a good sign that that perhaps Mike Smith and Dirk Cutter both learned from their prior mistakes in Atlanta with clock management. I mean, they hired that guy, the the, the special clock specialist. Yeah, I was going to say, we talked about that in the offseason is that they, they hired a clock specialist or somebody to manage that Whatever. part of the game. It worked. Yeah, fuck it. You can we are now 1-0 with that hire, guy. Hire three of them if you need to. Like, I, I don't care. Like, whatever works so, so we don't look like idiots when managing the clock. Right. Seriously. Uh, another thing I wanted to, to say, like, as long as I've been alive, every touchdown pass the Bucks have thrown has felt like a gift from God. Right. Uh, now it feels like if we're not throwing at least two, like we had a bad day. You're right. Well, okay, that, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because as a Bucks fan, and I've been a Bucks fan for a long enough time. Uh, Kyle has two. Anthony, you are as well. But everybody out there listening, you know what I'm talking about when you see the the angle like pan out on the screen as the Bucks throw, and you're thinking, "Oh God, please don't be a pick. Please don't be a pick." Instead, where normal teams and fans want. You know, oh my God, I hope that's a catch or a touchdown or something. We're just hoping it's not something bad. Well, I had four experiences this week that were, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, he caught it. Yeah, yeah. that ASJ catch, especially. Oh, the Mike Evans catch. That one too, yeah. I Those mean, were both save, like ridiculously good catches. Like, <laughs> save for maybe like a few years during the Gruden regime with Brad Johnson. Like my entire life as a Bucks fan, I've just held my breath anytime the quarterbacks drop drop backs to, drops back to pass. And Nick said it to me on uh, on game day, like that Mike Evans pass. He's like, I did not expect anything from that. I thought he's just he's like, I thought he was just chucking it, like just throwing it out there. And so did I. And then I'm like, holy shit, there's a guy in the end zone. Holy shit, he caught it. Like, oh my god, <laughs> the progression. He's like, hey, he's there. Oh my god, he caught it. Yeah, like an absolute dime from Wentz. Oh my god, I know that's a that's an ESPN term, but Jesus Christ, what else can you call that but a dime? Holy shit. I mean, he he looked very good this game. I mean, he started slow, which is his sort of his mo at this point. Uh, it, it was back, out. 
well, it was back in his day in Florida, in Florida State, and it has it was last season, and that looks to be continuing this season, which uh, could be a bad thing, which we we'll talk about later. But he had a slow start, but other than that, man, he looked fucking fantastic this game. And I think he's too amped up usually at first, yeah, because it's usually like he's just overthrowing a guy by like ten yards or so, like that Evans throw that should have been a touchdown on yeah, the first drive. I feel like uh, both of those throws signif- like definitely signified his jitterness. Yeah, you, it's it's almost like when a pitcher like throws too hard, kind of thing. Oh, they just, exactly. Like, reach back too far, and they end up like putting in the dirt or way behind the catcher and stuff like that. It's kind of like that. I mean, I was I was saying it early. Um, I, I sort of a, sort of equating it to a pitcher, like the, he was high, like he was high in the zone, like he was, um, you know, all his all his pitches were high, his throws were all high, so. Um, which is not where you want to miss as a quarterback, but yeah. he he got over it. I mean, when he threw that interception, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. I mean, I like I I feel like that. I, I saw how that was going to go in my head uh, early when we when we were backed up and he threw that that terrible interception. Uh, and I was like, oh boy, and see they're coming from a thousand miles away. But I mean, according to Twitter, that pick was on a uh, Jackson for running the wrong route. Yeah, more than Winston's throw, but still, like he did, it wasn't a good throw. Like he and, straight it, from Tallahassee here. That was not Jameis Winston's fault. I repeat, that was not Jameis Winston's fault. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That what, one I'll give to uh, give to Twitter. That wasn't his fault. It was it was a miscommunication. So largely, it wasn't his fault. It was still it, it still was a bad throw. Even if even if Vincent Jackson had run the right route, I think it was he was going to be squeezing it in there anyways. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't want to talk about the bad just yet. I. I think I. I, I want to focus on the good for right now because, um, you know, it's a good feeling. It's a feeling that I, I don't get a, a, a lot anymore. I think I was listening to Justin Pulowski's podcast and he said that uh, it just changed his week. Like his week was so much better this week. And like I was like, yeah, that, that's kind of how I felt. My Monday morning was amazing. Like I just, you know, I. I just you feel so good after a Bucks win for some reason. Well, you don't avoid talking about sports. You don't avoid watching highlights. You don't avoid watching all these things because you know it's not going to be Winston on the not top ten. You know, right. you're not going to see the Bucks. You know, manage to miss a fake punt and end up getting a safety on it. I don't know. It's like we're tempered to expect bad things, and I, I brought that up a few times because as as I shown in the last few years we've had not a lot to cheer for right yeah exactly uh, i want to i want to i want to pull back on the reins just a little uh yes it is one game yeah the safeties were terrible in my opinion or they had a few bad plays uh they talk they keep talking about chris conti's hustle but he was taking terrible angles on those on those pursuits uh and then the running game didn't look that stellar to be honest with you. Uh Martin couldn't get going, neither could Sims. It was it was all on Winston's arm really. Wait, do you want to do you want to do this? Do you want to get into this now? Like the the the, oh, like yeah. the bad. We're there. Yeah, well we we should. Yeah. I mean if we're going to talk about the good, we got to talk about the bad. I saw a lot of bad this game. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat things cuz I see I see a lot of Bucks fans doing that right now of like, "Oh my god, we're at Super Bowl bound." Like Let's let's not forget that this time last year we had just experienced uh, Jameis Winston throwing four interceptions and, and Marcus Mariota throwing four touch or what four or five touchdowns. I mean, you know, one game On is not slants. right. One game is not a, a huge indicator of how your whole season is going to go. It's it's a good sign. It's a big step forward for our team. But I mean, 
let's let's maybe pump the brakes a little bit here and and understand that there were some flaws in our game on Sunday. We almost blew the fucking game. Oh yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan had guys wide open all over the place. Uh and he just like and we just made like we caught some breaks there at the end. We we definitely did. Like he should have hit at least two of those passes on that drive that he put either behind him or you know, and I want to say that had something to do with maybe a little bit of pressure, but like he didn't well, you know he what? was missing some guys. Uh, I, yeah, that that might be true, but uh, Gerald McCoy did something that we've always we've been waiting for him to do for a long time, and that's just take over a game. He took over that fourth quarter and, and absolutely yeah. dominated the Falcons by himself with with batted down passes, with sacks, with pressures on Matt Ryan. Like he fucking dominated so so much so that Pro Football Focus, I know, say what you will about them, but they rated him uh, at at the top of his position in all of the NFL. Uh, him and Jameis Winston, but god damn, the dude the dude is like he played out of his mind at, at the end of that game. So, you know, props to him. Look, uh, we always critiqued him last year and you know, being that this game this season is only one week old, we have to draw on last season a lot for comparisons. And we critique or critiqued him for not having a second half. And damn did he make us, you know, eat crow this week. Yeah, he did. He sure did. Um, so Quan Alexander looked amazing. That's Quan. another bright spot. Both of our linebackers, him and David, looked. They were flying. Yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah, and maybe I'm maybe I'm going to eat crow this year on Levante David, but I, you know, I nothing. Can't say anything bad about him uh, this week. I mean, he had. Yeah, I think David maybe had like maybe one bad play, but he had, the the good far outweighed the bad for Levante David this week. So, uh, you they kept Devontae Freeman in check, who's who's you know one of the top uh, uh, running backs in the league. So. Uh, Kevin just, Coleman had a big day of catching. Uh, we have to work on that out of the backfield routes because they were just torching us with those. Uh, the corners looked okay. I think I I didn't really see like they had some breakdowns, but nothing like too horrible. They weren't getting burned. Yeah, I, I was saw- about to say. In, in my opinion, the breakdowns you saw were from trying to protect and and guard somebody for too too long of amount of time. That the that was on the line at that point in time, yeah. not getting any pressure. Um, I don't know because I I mean I saw uh Werner got beat on that uh Julio or that big Julio Jones pass, um. That you had, I saw Brent Grimes get beat at least once. I mean, yeah, you're going to get beat, you know, every game. But I, Brent Grimes Har- also. Hargraves had a miscommunication with Conti, I think. He yeah. thought he was going to take his man and didn't. Uh, so things like that, things that they can clean up, hopefully. But, I mean, by far, I think the biggest glaring thing to me was the safety play. Like, that was just like, oh, boy. Yeah. Like the, yards after we got nobody back there. <laughs> yeah. It showed when our secondary got stretched. That that's where there were flaws because everything short and everything middle looked occupied, and then we went to a more cover. I guess what was it like a cover three or cover four? I don't At know. At the end, we were trying time. to waste time. The yeah, the prevent. So it's it's. I mean, it's either it's it's it varies, but a zone defense, like a soft zone. Yeah, they were just kind of picking. It's like, well, we got enough protection, enough protection, and twenty yard. Sorry. Yeah, I mean the problem with that is like that big, th- those big yards after catch plays where the where you see the wide receiver getting into the secondary. Uh, that's not what you want to see, and uh, it, it, you know they could be easily stopped with good safety play, but they weren't because you saw Chris Conte turning his back and you know having the hustle after either it was either Moses Sanu or Julio Jones or. Muhammad, 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 yeah, Muhammad Sanu. Yeah, Muhammad Sanu. Moses Sanu. Moses Sanu. Guy ate us. 
up. Uh, and he led the Falcons across the parting seas. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let my people free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you see the safeties turn their backs and take terrible angles. I mean, he Conte completely misread that play where he he failed to even recognize that was that that uh, Werner missed his assignment or missed his man or got beat by his man and and failed to get over on that side of the field. And by the time he noticed it, he took a he took like a linear angle to the sideline. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Like you just you run up field with the guy like. But he hustled, Kyle. Oh, yeah, he hustled. Yeah, okay, I want to bring that up because you know, the reason he had to hustle is because he took fucking shit angles to everything. Yeah. I mean, totally. I don't. I you want got to run faster when you run at the it, wrong angle. All this is telling me is that when the draft comes around, we're taking a safety probably. I don't want to say happen. everything because I didn't watch. I you know I didn't watch the film. I didn't watch you know all the. But like from what I've seen, like the bad plays, like he was. You know, you see his numbers. You see his last name. That's not what you want to see. Uh, you never want to see a safety's last name unless he has yeah. the ball in his hands. Also in the uh, uh, Irish Thunder, he 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 did not look too too good. Yeah, Google. but you know what? You didn't hear you know you didn't hear his name a lot, but you did, you also didn't see, uh, you know, you that 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 can be a good thing or a bad thing is what I'm trying to say. Like you eh, you know you don't I he's guess. not making the you're, plays. If you're not heard of in the secondary. That means you didn't get torched. Yeah, but he's not getting torched. Like Darrell Rivas, there's games where you just you never hear a, a hide nor hair of him, and the only time you do not is when this they make past his, weekend. Holy oh, shit, yeah, he got torched by AJ Green. Yeah. He's an old man. He's getting old. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, yeah. let's. I mean, uh, 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 um, uh, the, the, who's the guy for the Falcons? Um, Julio Julio Jones? No, they're elite corner. Um, uh, Trufant. Yeah, yeah, Desmond Trufant. Didn't think did he? Yeah, he played, and you never heard his name oh. because we never threw to you know to his side. So. I thought he was hurt. Maybe, maybe yeah. I. Maybe no, no, he was he was out there definitely. Okay. So, you know, I mean, that's you know. It, Unless they're throwing to your side, it's it's better not to be seen when you're a corner most days. And I mean, to kind of stay on this theme, I mean, I I, I wanted, I think you touched on it a little earlier, Anthony. Uh, the offensive line was just, it was, you know, we did a, a a fair job pass blocking, run blocking was just not there this game. Yeah, Martin was fighting for every yard, like he there was nothing to run through. Yeah, uh, you could tell. Oh, sorry, sorry, I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, it's just no, 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 no. Please, we're gonna run the ball just to sit, just to show that we we can execute that play and get, maybe get a yard or two. Like that. That's the only reason we're running the ball on most teams because, like, otherwise we're gonna have to win games on Winston's arm at this point. Yeah, I think. Yeah, unless you play a team well, with such a shit defensive line, but like the Falcons have a really bad defensive line. Yeah, I they mean, did. Like, yeah. Jameis Winston's not gonna go out there and throw four touchdowns every game, so. I mean that's yep. that's the long and short of it. And uh we did what we were supposed to against a team that we were supposed to beat. You're right. Like, I mean, yeah, if we're, we're truly making that next level transition and uh, let's be honest here the Falcons are on their way down. They're on a downward trend. It's we should beat that team. We should and we did. Now it carries a little extra weight to it because the win was in division. So now of the eight divisional games we have a season we're one and Oh right! So. Oh no! Yeah, let's. I mean, I, I mean, we're talking about the bad, but I mean, oh you, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you, right. I, well, no, no, I'm saying, but you walk into a division opponent's house for the for the game opener. I mean, that's the game opener. You can't get more hyped up than that. So to beat Homecoming. them, so to, to to beat a division opponent at home, uh, on the road, or I'm sorry, yeah, to beat a division opponent on the road, uh, for the uh, 
first game of the season. That's huge, huge, huge win. I mean, I I, I can't uh, understate it here. I mean, or I can't overstate it rather. Big win. So I mean, there, there's a lot to be excited about with this team. We just gotta hope that uh, the front office keeps making the right decisions and building pieces and keeps adding pieces to this team to make it better. Uh, yeah, uh, agreed. It, we're getting there. You can see us kind of like rounding that corner a little bit. But there's still a lot this team needs in terms of personnel, and they still need experience in some areas too. Like Winston's got to, he's got to get over this this bad start thing because good teams are going to bury you or at least put you in a big hole if you have bad starts like that. You're not always yeah. going to be able to climb out of it. We were lucky so, to have the first three points, yeah. right? So, and I saw, you know, uh, there's got to be improvement in some areas, but there, there's positives. Finally, thank God. Jesus. I saw this week, or I saw somebody said this week that oh, well, finally Mike Evans grew up and learned, uh, you know, not to 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 mouth off to the refs and everything every anytime he doesn't catch a ball. Yeah, he didn't really do that this game, but he was still kind of chirping at at opposing players and. Uh, That's there, fine. there was one particular instance where we uh, we we got a 15 yard personal foul that I felt could have gone either way depending on you know where the the contact was. I I'm I'm of the ilk of just like sit sit down sit down stop talking shit go sit down and, and, and you know it, because those things can go either way like we don't need a 15 yard personal but foul at this point. Can, and, how can I argue that maybe he goaded the other guy into it I, it, yeah like if, if evans is gonna talk shit at the corner who's going against him i don't care like as long as he's keeping his hands off the guy and makes the other guy contact i'm fine with mike evans playing a villain role. yeah if you want to try to get into his head like by all means do that but if but you're, you're, you're it's, right it's it, when he turns to the ref which he didn't do this game like you're when he turns to the ref and starts doing the hand motion like where's the flag and starts bitching and then loses his head as the game goes on which we saw last year that's, I think that's a big an issue. I but think that's if you're going to keep your head and try to get in somebody else's head, then it's fine. Andrew Katzman. And I, I, I don't care. Andrew Katzman, who's, who's hanging out in the chat, he brought he brings up something that uh, incensed me last game. And, uh, oh, is the, I was uh, just about to bring that up. Yeah. The, uh, the choreographed celebration from Gerald McCoy and Robert Ayers after uh, uh, I, think McCoy, I think McCoy had the sack. Yeah. Uh, and they just yeah. they just and do they, the uh, they did the little thing yeah they do the little window to the wall thing they just did they I mean I think McCoy was just doing it and then like Ayers saw him do it and kind of joined along you know but like it wasn't a coy like they made it seem like it's some kind of fucking uh, so my such big a... issue with the penalty besides it being like just a dumb rule that's stupid and like it's just it's just against fun rule that's what it is yeah is that, how do it you is. even know that it's choreographed yeah, how do you well, even seriously. know those guys playing that. Like, like you don't know that. Like what if they just like the guys like oh I know that dance move and they they both do it. Like uh, what? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know really that at all. Yeah, they're like sourpuss. It, it, this is getting impersonating Little John and the East Side Boys. Boys, <laughs> <laughs> automatic first down, down. And they were calling it a lot Sunday on yeah. a lot of teams for little things Man. like they did in the Sunday no, Kat, night game too. Katzman brings it up too. It's not even a concrete rule. It's open to interpretation. So what if you just get a really tight wad referee like apparently we had? Well, you know, I don't get it because what is who is that rule for? Like who is the like even the even the, the end zone celebration and all that bullshit? Who is that for? Because. As a fan, I like it. Anthony, Nick, do you, you guys like it, right? I love, I love it. it. Yeah. It's fun. It's fucking. Listen, when does sports become this super serious fucking thing? 
like no idea. like why are why is why everybody's is, trying to be politically correct yeah like what he is, doesn't want to offend that fan out there that they're going to get a, a letter from their mom like my son watched your team score a touchdown and he, he had gyrations and that, that's what they're trying to fucking avoid I mean, I, hate- I mean, do you remember when uh, when Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, was at the height of his career and he was doing all those fucking yeah. hilarious celebrations, like the golf, the golfing with the pylon and the hall of fame? Oh yeah, no using of props like and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like that's just fucking fun. There's no reason to be upset about that. Could that. be a it delay of game anybody. in some sense. I, whatever. Like it's it's a fucking touchdown celebration. Like there's other leagues. Like the like probably the only thing the arena football gets right is they they don't care what the guys do when they score for the most part i mean i i like i, I love that like even the remember when the giants had the jump shot thing after they made got a sack they do like the little jump shot yeah. in the air like that would piss me off but at the same time it's football the guys are having fun i don't you know, like who cares like i yeah me as an opposing fan i hate to see it but still but i, I kind of like that I kind of like that. They're if showing another, emotion. If, if another team's like, you know, we're getting there. It's back and forth. And then the guy celebrates that fuck you moment. That is what sets the boundaries and lays the work for rivalries. And rivalries are what sport makes sport great. It is. Oh, beautifully put, Nick. You're absolutely right. I mean, that's what makes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have nothing to add because that's a great point. Remember when Antonio? Did you see Antonio Brown like twerk in the end zone this weekend? Oh, that was that was, that was hilarious. It was great. Oh, it was yeah. fucking hilarious. And like the guy, and the ref immediately throws a flag. Oh, it's brother. like fuck you, man! Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. So stupid. Celebration rules are dumb. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Uh, let's go on to to this week's game against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, at Arizona, the uh the the. 0-1 Arizona Cardinals, which I don't think is is a good sign because you know they're they're coming out to play. People be mad. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be a tough one, guys. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and, and sugarcoat things. I mean, I have this as a loss, and I still do. I'm still fully expecting a loss. So um, yeah, so am I. Yeah, but uh, I th- I think this is a loss that uh, we're probably going to be able to. I can excuse this one if they lose it. Oh, uh, yeah, I yeah, well put. I agree. Look, I'll be able to excuse it. You know, it's a lot easier to go into week. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot easier to go into week three, one and one, when you go in and you open the season against a divisional opponent on the road, and you win. Here's That's the good. thing That's with the good. Bucks. The Bucks need to show that they can win the games they're supposed to this year. That's my expectation for this team right now. When the right when the Rams come to town in two weeks, the Rams looked awful on Monday Night Football. Yeah, you got to beat those God guys. awful, terrible. Okay, if you don't beat that team pretty soundly, or at least beat them, I won't even say soundly because we're not even at that point yet. Just win it, win the games you're supposed to, and I'm fine. It, it, when we go play the Broncos, or when the Broncos come to town with that defense, and if you lose that game, whatever. Like that's to be expected, but this year it's all about it's all about winning those games you're supposed to. All right, then let's 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 just say the Bucks win this week against Arizona. What does oh, that boy. do? What does that that's do to you? Big, that's, a, that's a big. Let's just say, but yeah, okay, it let's is. Just say it. Super Bowl. What does that? What does that do to your perception of the team this year? I mean, do, uh, say we win that game. Do you do you do you immediately say okay the Bucks I, have arrived? I'll no, I'll no, no, no. Of course not. You can't say two games into a season that a team has arrived or not. Yeah, I was just saying, like, we don't even know if the Cardinals are going to regress this year. They might be bad, and we just don't know it yet. Like, yeah, well, they did play New England. I mean, granted, it was a Tom Brady and Gronkowski-less New England, but they still played New England. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're filming everything, and yeah, they're doing all manner of cheats. Go, 
if the Bucks manage to do something that's very hard in modern day NFL, and that's go two and zero on the road to open the season, I, I'll say that this team's intestinal fortitude is mountains more than last year because I don't think a Lovey Smith led Buccaneers team would have been able to close out the Falcons. I really don't. Yeah, you might. You're, I think and, you might, you're right. Well, winning winning in Arizona against a team that's coming off a really good season last year and has a lot of hype this year, like that'd be huge. That team retained a lot but of I, the same talent that was very good. They lost in the NFC Championship. But I'm not uh even if they do win this game, I'm not ready to to crown them anything yet. All I'm willing to say if if we beat the Cardinals, I'm willing to admit that this is most likely not a fluke and we are at least definitely better than last year's team. I think like, we get I think you can uh, maybe not. Let me hold off on that. I'm going to hold off on that for a few more weeks. I was going to say that I, I I was I think we might already be better than last year's team from what I saw no. on Sunday, yeah. but you one can't week, say that man. after one, one game. One week, my friend. Yep. Yep, <laughs> yep. I agree. Yeah, but, I agree. Um, I think a win. I think a win would definitely move most people in Bucks Nation towards seeing a light at the end of the tunnel rather than the darkness. It's to me. It's to me. This is like like let's say they win. Uh, to me, that 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 gives that gives me much more confidence uh, in the franchise and the team. You know, it, it just it would it, it would go a long way. That being said, I mean, it's I still expect a loss. And and even though the three oh, yeah, of us are definitely, well, I'm saying loss. even though the three of us are saying we expect a loss, the, if the Bucks do lose, it'll be in, in in ways we can't even imagine, and we're still going to be all salty on here next week, and be saying, ah, oh, I don't know how we're going to win another game at this point. If we manage <laughs> to lose on like a Robert Aguayo last second missed field goal, then. Oh, yeah, all, we'll all be... the good juju is gone from this week. <laughs> yeah, all the happiness, all the. <laughs> it's just look. I, this whole week, I've been embracing it. Like, all right, Bucks won. I'm not going to be negative about them until they give me a reason to be negative about them again. Mm-mm. I'm like, I'm uh, trying yeah. to take that high road because I said in the off season that they got to show me something, and I think Kyle agreed with that. And so did you? They got to show us something, and they showed us something on Sunday. They've Four got touchdowns. more to show us, but it's a start. So there you go. Yeah, it's, it's... four touchdowns were two of them. So last last uh, season, Jameis Winston was notoriously awful at yards or balls that traveled through the air more than twenty yards. I think he was like one for however many. It was like seventeen. It was something terrible, and and that was all of last year. He only had one completion all of last year that was the ball traveled lo- further than twenty. I think it was either twenty or thirty yards. And he had three of those in this game alone. That alone tells me that it's going to be a different season, at least for the risk-taking aspect. Well, I don't. I think I, I think Dirk is is a very different coach from Lovey in uh, in the way that he's not going to take his foot off the gas if he doesn't have to. Yeah, uh, which I'm so happy about. Yeah, because like when we went up, I think it was. I want to say like 24, 13 or something like that. Like Lovey would have started the like you could take his foot off the gas a little bit then and just like try to start playing to just run out the clock or like get just start killing time. But Dirk was like, no, fuck it, throw another bomb. 
And like that's what they did. And they went up. What did they go up at that point? Like 31 13. Which is why the, we won the game because it was yeah. a one score game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, if we're going to be aggressive, we definitely have the quarterback to do that. So do it. Fuck it. Have fun. Make it fun. If we lose and if we lose and it's fun, at least that'll be easier to swallow. Yeah. All right. So that's true. That being said, let's 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 get let's get your guys's keys to the game. Let's, it's a new segment. I'm gonna oh call God. I'm gonna call this keys to the game. So here we go. New segment. Sounds official. I like this. How long is this? Kyle, you know it's gonna be longer than you expect. All right, keys of the game. So here's my <laughs> here's my first key of the game for Arizona. We gotta we gotta stop their best dude. We gotta stop him. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Anthony, what's your key? To, what's 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 the next key of the game? We gotta take um, care of the football. Our, Gotta take care yeah, of that. Gotta win the possession, the turnover battle. All right, a little all right. baby. Gotta take care of the football. I guess Nick, a little baby boy. Let's go over to you, Nick. Your key to the to the game this week. Well, the key to this game is our key players are gonna have to play better than their key players. Ah, oh, fantastic! Wow, great, ladies and gentlemen. Strike it. That was that was your keys to the game. I'm not gonna, all right, there I you. actually like this segment. I think we should do it every week. Uh, I'll do it. Yeah, Just we come can... up with some more bullshit to say. Yeah, let's do it, yeah. Do it yeah. every week. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, there you go. Keys to the game every week. So, but uh, Is it going to be bullshit every week? Yeah, it's definitely going to be bullshit Yeah, every it's the week. same thing every week. Oh, okay, I'm, point well, I'm, fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm good yeah. with that. The, 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 the keys of the um, game, if they're same. Up with some like, obscure stat that doesn't mean anything or something like that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing. I mean, in closing, I uh, hope we win this week. I uh, don't expect it, but uh, overall, the Bucks look better. I got something. Robert Aguayo is 1,000%. He's 100%. He's done everything he's right. Super Bowl. It's... Be prepared for a miss. I'm, I'm saying he's going to miss. Saying. He'll miss this year. And he'll get You're a... allowed to. You're allowed to miss. It's well, not dude, the best in the league. Like, what, 80%? Um. <laughs> Uh, wait, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, eighty percent is like what you want. Like, I guess. No, no, wait, wait, so, wait. No, I wait. Why, why am I saying that? I don't know what you want. I'm just saying. It's just, you know, he was. He, he looked good, but I'm sure he's gonna. He's gonna have his misses. Here's the thing. I, I got. I, I got some kicker math. If if okay, let's say like perfect is a hundred percent. Obviously, so whatever rounds you were taken in, you subtract that, and that's the average percent we need you from you. So, Ro- so Roberto Aguayo needs eighty percent to live up to his status. If we took him in the first round, he wow, would be 90%. So, so there you so go. So a seventh round pick for you could do th- basically be a batter's average 300. I didn't think that it. far into it, but don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so an interesting little right. interesting little factoid about Rob, Roberto Aguayo that, you know, everybody says, you know, we, 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 we traded to uh, uh, the Chiefs to get the, uh, to get the Aguayo pick to secure that pick, um, which uh, – Ended up being the number fifty ninth pick. Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. The number uh, the, the number one hundred six pick that that they sent to the Chiefs. Um, yeah, wait, what was he? 
Hold on, I'm, I'm I'm confused now. I'm trying to read this on the fly, and I'm just fucking it all up. <laughs> this seems like something that you should have prepared before the show. Oh, the, the Buccaneers. The Bucks originally had the number seventy fourth pick in the third round and traded that, and the number one hundred six pick to the Chiefs for the number fifty nine pick, which they use on Aguayo. Uh, the Chiefs used that number seventy four pick on cornerback Kavari uh, Russell of Notre Dame, which they inactivated and then released this week. So. Um, you know, for people. So call- we won the trade. I mean, at this point, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, for people calling it the worst pick of all time, I mean, th- I mean. Oh my God! Everybody, you know, everybody thought that Jamarcus Russell being drafted was one of the solid, one of the most solid picks, and one of the most for sure things the, the Raiders have ever done. Retrospect is the key here. I don't. I don't think anybody ever said. Well, I don't think anybody like that I know ever said it was the worst pick of all time. Cause like, but we don't. I don't think we Trey can Wingo say did. That. You can. I don't think you can say that about any fucking pick. But it's it doesn't look good. We've talked about this before, but it, we'll see. I mean, it doesn't look good when you, when you do it. But if he if he if he he's going to be our next kicker for the next ten years, like I can get over it probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, fine. I mean, I, I, yeah. dude, I'm already over. Who cares? Like, it's a fucking. It's. A, I mean. Like we've made so many awful, terrible, horrible picks in our past. Exactly. Need we what go through this again? What, yeah. You're gonna go through the whole thing and say like, he, you know what? We wasted the second round pick on a kicker. Like, yeah, we've done much worse. So yeah, fuck off. I'm not. I'm not gonna go through this whole fucking thing again. But we've made so many bad, terrible, awful decisions. What's a fucking second round pick in, in 2015? I mean, uh, yep. yeah, we got a kicker. Who cares? Yep. Let's drop it. I don't want to talk about kickers yeah, anymore. Exactly. All right. So, all right, so <laughs> in the spirit of just, dropping it, by the way, go ahead, Nick. I'm just gonna say this just happened. It has nothing to do with the Bucks, but dun, 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 breaking news, whatever you want to do. Um, Darrell Rivas just got smoked for 70 yard touchdown. <laughs> he's he's, oh, he's done for, man. <laughs> but that was from Tyrod Taylor, so it's got to be it means something if when it's from the Bills. To who? To who? To who? Tyrod Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, I don't know that name. All right. He was a former Olympic sprinter. Right. Oh, and he beat Darrell Rivas, and uh, yeah, yeah, he would beat he would. Beat almost anybody if you're Olympics on a deep route. Like I'm finding our, just gotta catch it. I'm finding my own rule of not talking about fantasy football just hard at this point because I'm really I'm, I'm I don't know I don't know. Anyway, I know, you've been go- I know you've been going to a certain somebody for advice. Yeah, fucking a man. I I'm gonna win these goddamn leagues. So, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Help me, Katie. If she's if she knows more than I do, I'm I'm using that brain. And, and, and like, like uh, you, you, you're, that's you're, my brain now. You're, you're I'm fu- using that brain. Yeah, you're fucked. We're not in the same league, okay? Like, there's, we have no reason to compete against each other. You're fucked if you don't think I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna source fantasy advice from someone that knows more than me. So, Jesus Christ, help me, please. Y'all got any more of that fantasy football advice? <laughs> How many? No, um, I, don't, I, don't I wanted to ask you this, Kyle. How many uh, teams are in your other league? Uh, it's like ten, dude. Oh my god, the 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 the. No, I'm sorry. Let's let's stop. We gotta stop. Let's take a break, Nick. I'll, I'll answer your question off the podcast. We're not doing. We're, oh, I don't care. I was that was for yeah. the show. I'm well. I'm not gonna do this. Uh, you 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 tried to bait me to break my own rule. I caught you. I was gonna say we don't care, but yeah, I'm not doing this. This is gonna be a recurring theme every week. No, fuck this. Try to bait Kyle into fancy football talk. No, fancy. It's all dumb. It's all yeah. dumb. But if I don't lose, I'm out forty bucks. So you know, Kyle, did you not sit somebody in your lineup tonight? Is that why you're freaking out? Don't worry about it. No, I'm like, we got to take a break. We're get, we'll, we'll talk about but it. No, later. but no, answer my. Did, I'm not. Did no, say? we're not talking about fantasy football right now. We're talking about real sports. No, we're talking about commercials. 
So, somebody, I, I, I probably didn't look at my lineup as well as I thought I did. Uh, who cares? Um, <laughs> Who's in your lineup, pal? I don't care. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. We got to go. <laughs> it's time to go. It's time to take a, a, a thing, uh, a break. We got a break. I'm going to get, I'm getting vodka and um, we'll come back. We'll, we'll figure something. Your fancy football We're going to figure out something vodka. to talk about after the break. So stick around. Uh, and we'll see you then. Hey, listen up. Are you guys looking for gear, collectibles, housewares, and more from your favorite pop culture franchises? Well, you know what? We've got you covered. Loot Crate offers a range of geek and gamer items for less than $20 a month. You want to bring your Loot Crate to the next level? Get a bigger box with a bigger loot with Loot Crate DX. If you're more the type to wear geeky hat on your sleeve or your geeky heart on your sleeve is what the copy says, then Loot Wear. Uh, that's their monthly wearables and accessory subscription, and that's what you're looking for. Uh, so get ready for September's high octane theme, which is speed. This month, Loot Crate has a, a high octane assortment of goodies from Batman, CW's The Flash, and Arrow, Battlestar Galactica, Iron Man, and Gone in 60 Seconds. I figured they were going to do that. I thought, like, when they said speed, I'm like, they got to be doing Gone in 60 Seconds or Fast and the Furious. But apparently they're doing Gone in 60 Seconds. So if you have a style, need, and a love for speed, which rhymes, uh, Loot Wear Collection. What? Loot Wear Collection? Loot Wear Collection, apparently. Uh, featuring Sonic socks when you want to go fast, Transformers wearables for world-saving needs, and a winning Mario Kart tee, and a lot more. Uh, this lootware collection is going to zoom away quick. Jesus, that's fucking... That's lame. So listen up, guys. You got until the 19th of 9 p- the, the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's loot crate. After that, cut off. It's over. It's it, You know, you can't get that one anymore. So if you want to feel the need for speed, you got to act quickly. So if you love The Flash, Arrow, Battlestar Galactica, Sonic the Hedgehog, any of those that bullshit, uh, you want to check out this month's loot crate. So make sure you head on over to LootCrate.com slash Shark. Enter the promo code SHARKDROPPER. Save 10% off any new subscription for Loot Crate. Uh, and, yeah, uh, go save yourself some money and go go geek out with some cool gamer and geek gear. You know, Gone 60 Seconds gear. Remember Angelina, Joe Hare, Angelina Jolie's hair in that fucking movie? Like, wasn't that shit crazy? You know, they had to... They had to they had to look through the dog poop to find the key to the car, and oh my god, Tilly, Timothy Oliphant's going to catch them and, and, and erase the whiteboard. Holy shit, oh my god, Eleanor. Yeah, LootCrate.com is where you can get all that bullshit. So uh, LootCrate.com slash shark, promo code SharkDropper. Go check it out. Uh, for me, for Anthony, for Nick, for Word of the Bay, for, for you know, just for, you know, just for anything. So LootCrate.com slash shark, promo code SharkDropper. Yeah, class is not important. What is it? Microbiology? No, it's macroeconomics, I think. Man, fuck that. It's macrobiology. Macro, excuse you. Yeah, excuse yeah. you. It's not microbiology. I'll, I'll explain macroeconomics to you. Okay, so if pyramid schemes work, people make lots of money. The end. There you go. Oh, man, dude, I want to. I, like, I'd I'm love gonna to write start that on my exam. I'm just going to write over all the questions <laughs> in big letters. <laughs> can, we, can, we st- can we start a pyramid scheme somehow? Um, sure, man. I just don't know if it's gonna be successful. This is so. This is what we'll do. We'll start a pyramid scheme about people starting their own Tampa Bay sport uh, based sports podcast. Actually, you and know what it is. Everybody else starts their own. We'll just 
sell it as word of the bay and we'll sell it as a brand and then tell them that they all they have to do is tell two people to do a show and that way they don't have to do it anymore and look we'll just, dude uh, we'll no, just delegate i've got it I've, i i know how we're gonna do this like i know where the money's at you go let's we'll just go the three of us we'll go find some we'll we'll, we'll put our money together and we'll buy we'll buy debt we'll buy some debt and then you know after we've done that we'll 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 get a call center you know you know staff about 10 people and just fucking start collecting debt baby collect that debt and then we'll be fucking we'll be millionaires before the government dude, what do you, you know dude, what do you think this is new jersey who's leonardo DiCaprio in this situation I don't know. I'm not. A, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to get like on a whole coke thing, and then you know it, that's that seems like a whole deal. To well, think. if you start making money, doesn't that just kind of like don't they just deliver coke to your house? I was gonna say, yeah. I think I'll, I'll be Jonah Hill. I'll just do that. I think you get a free bag of coke with every hundred thousand dollars you make. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Still waiting on my bag of coke. We'll never know. But... Right, well, I mean, I'll be like, yeah. Well, we got all the coke around, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll just turn around and sell the coke. Or Kyle will snort it for wait, 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 wait. What's that? <laughs> this, this is no, this is not admissible in court. I'd like to say, like, this is all satire. But yeah, we should, uh, we should do that. We should get some coke. We should deal drugs. Guys. Hey, three, two, one, go. Three, two, one, drugs. Yeah, we're going, Nick. This is our, we've been going. Yeah, we've been going. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, I mean, three, two, one. Three, two, one. So three, two, one, go. Just revealed our horrible financial scheme, and then also the fact that Kyle has a coke problem. Just, right, right, and right. then you guys had to find <laughs> out somehow. You make us talk about the box on the first half. Look, if you if you couldn't put two and two together and figure out that it wasn't just alcohol that's making me like this, then you know, I'm sorry, my friends. I'm kidding. Whoa. Of course, I'm joking. Whoa. Of course, Whoa. I'm joking. fuck you, Twitter. Why do I have to download the latest version of this app? Just show me the game. <laughs> I want to watch. Like apparently, I can watch the game on Twitter, and I can't. Please oh, download yeah. the latest version. The amount of, the of music videos would increase by like 150 percent if Kyle did coke. Oh yeah, if I did, if I was if so, I was on coke, I'd be like, hey, you know what? We should, you know, we don't like the Bucks. We should. We'll just start our own football first, team. You know, we're, we're yeah. be, Anthony, you're going to be the. Anthony's going to be the quarterback. I'll be. I'll be on. I'll be. The, I'll be. I'll, I'll be offensive line. Nick, you're going to be defense coordinator. And then there we go. We're going to start our own football team. We're going to be the NFL. We got it, guys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's me on coke. Yep. Not gonna attest to it. Damn. <laughs> so, uh, what? Yeah, what's... How the Jacksonville Jaguars got started? <laughs> <laughs> and the Miami Dolphins, and the probably the Bucks too. I mean, Hugh Culverhouse, notorious coke fiend. I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's build a stadium that looks like a sombrero, yeah. and then let's play football in it. <laughs> yeah, guys, cool. it worked for Calgary. Listen, pirates that play football, <laughs> gold mine. <laughs> Oh Jesus! It's a small world after all. Meets swashbucklers and football. We rape and pillage their sideline after we win the game. Yeah, it's the seventies. Rape is funny now. How about those rays? I I don't know. I I just I am so I'm not. How about nothing? You know, they're, they're doing that that. Best fan thing. I'm the worst fan for that. Like I the best know. I've, I, you know how I know I hit a new low. The season isn't over yet, and I've gone into my apps and I've unfavorited the Rays and done, undone all the score updates. Oh, and I, just, I didn't even do that. Yeah, I, I still get I the just, updates because I just don't want to shoo them away anymore. 
I mean, I'm watching. I, you know, if the game's on, I'll kind of put it on the background. Really, kind of half pay attention. But like, you know, if if a good episode of The Simpsons is on, I'm still gonna I'm gonna watch The Simpsons over the Rays. Yeah, it's just that's just the long and short of it. I'm not saying I'm not a Rays fan. I'm just saying. You I'm know not... what I realized these these past two race seasons? What's that? God baseball, damn it! Baseball is terrible. What is baseball this? is awful when your team is bad. It's so yeah, fucking it is. awful. It, it is. is. I could still it's watch safe. football if the Bucks were bad. I yeah, often it's do. so boring if your team. Oh my fucking god! It's like, and especially like even when the announcers have given up, like BA and Dwayne are just like, oh, high fly ball to left field. Like, there's no energy in it. Just none. They're, everybody's yeah. done. Everybody wants to go home. I think at this point, and like, like, you know, it, it it would change if we were if the Rays were actually in it. It'd be it'd be a lot more exciting. But I mean, it's just yeah, it's it's just boring and it means nothing. And it's it's like uh, so the Rays are in their death throws. I mean, we're, we we won the series series se- uh, the season series against the Jays. Ooh. So yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. But at this point, eh, I don't care. Like, do what you do. Do something. Anything. I don't care. Alex Cobb has looked good uh, uh, in Six his two thirds, two hits. Yeah, last night. Still, don't care. Don't care. I mean, everybody's ready to just kind of like push them out of the way, and just because like the Bucks are back and the Lightning are, yeah, right it, around the corner. It's two relevant teams that have. So, you like, know, uh, well, one. Well, re- do we want to say one relevant? One relevant team, team, one team getting one, their team. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. One relevant team, and then one team that's a part of the, the biggest sports uh, uh, that's conglomerate. Nothing to do. The Bucks are going to be bigger than the the Rays, regardless, because they're part of the NFL. They're part of the NFL. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, it, it's uh, if they were good, if they were in it, it'd be there'd be Rays fever right now, but they're they're not. So. Yeah, I mean, and they're clearly not. Yeah, I have two games left next week. I don't want to go to them. <laughs> like, but I think I Sell probably those tickets. Nah, I think I will because it's like it's my last two games of the year. So I'll probably just go just to you know say say goodbye to the old girl. But um, you know, that's... the old girl like you're not gonna go to the trap next year. No, I'm saying yeah, I'm just, but for the year, I'm just saying goodbye to the trap. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. Maybe a hurricane will come and knock it over. Jesus Christ! Then, then, no, then they'll definitely need- move to Montreal. No, we'll just forcefully take over Steinbrenner Field. No, just play our games at uh, at Amway. Or in Orlando, <laughs> that worked for a while. How is any of this going to work, guys? Like, I don't understand. What? what? Yeah, we'll just, it'll just be like foot home runs. That'll Step be it. one, like, Hurricane knocks uh, Ray, or the Tropicana Field over. Step two, I don't know. Step three, Profit. Profit. So are the, uh, are the Cubs winning the World Series this year or what? No. no. They're going to disappoint their fans and pull another go to the National League Championship God, and lose to the so. Marlins. They're winning it, and then we're doing a whole podcast on how they win it and how great they are and stuff like that. Yeah, I got, I got a bone to pick here with 620 because they were – like, they were uh, – like, I was listening to Mark Tompkin and, and uh, uh, Rick Stroud and Tom Jones this morning, and Rick's – they were talking about how the Cubs are coming next year and how it was a big mistake not to have the, 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 the Cubs play at Tropicana first – uh, for the Fourth of July game or something, and Rick's like, "I know what two games I want to see there." <laughs> like, fuck you, asshole! Like, <laughs> like, so you know, like, you only care about the so Rays when the clubs are Jesus in town. Jesus Christ, Kyle! <laughs> fuck that guy! Like, he, he, he oh yeah, uh, it's only when Joe Madden's in town so I can suck his dick because he's, you know, maybe the maybe the best manager oh, in baseball. Ever. We're gonna the be taste. on we're gonna be on this podcast being like, "Hey, Joe Madden's coming back town this week." Like that's gonna happen. Fuck like, of him. course, it's All a big right. deal. It's his first time no. back at Tampa since he took the the Cubs job. Oh no, no, no it no. matters to somebody. Yeah. I can hear it now. Kyle's gonna say something along the lines of blah 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 blah, and Anthony's gonna be like, 
yeah, but he was cool. Well, no, listen, I'm not saying that it's not a significant game. I mean, that's a big game, but I'm just saying that his implication that those are the only two Rays games that he cares to go to and when the Cubs are in town, implying that he just wants to see the Cubs and his buddy Joe Madden, fuck that. Like, that's that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, why don't you why don't you support the team instead of being an asshole? Like, you're, you're supposed to be covering them uh, professionally every morning. Like, just stop it. Like, I, like they, 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 they've already crowned the fucking Cubs – you know, every every goddamn morning they when they have any, any excuse to to, to bring them up, they crown their ass. Yeah, they've already crowned them. Fuck the Cubs. It, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you just—I don't like Kyle. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get your salt for a team that hasn't won a championship in a hundred years. Like I don't get it. Like how? Why are you so upset? Because they just—they uh because they, they took, took your manager. Toy. They took a shiny toy and they're doing better things with it than we could. Number one, they took my manager. Number two. <laughs> Number two, they're the Chicago Cubs. They like like let's not sit here and pretend that they're 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 a fan base that's starved for championships here. They've 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 they have a handful. Okay, they've they've got the they've got the Blackhawks, the Bears, the White Sox, uh, Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls. Like, can we do? Must we again with the two three peats? Like they've they're not a, they're not. No, we, but I I don't want you to. I want you to say. I want. I want. I don't understand what your bone is to pick specifically with the Cubs outside of Joe Madden. Is that the only reason that you don't want the Cubs to be successful? Yeah. No, because they have a large. They have a large market. They always sell out. They have heritage. They have a. a, a they don't have that doesn't also pinch pennies. They don't have they get the right guys. They don't give up on a team philosophy when it's not efficient for three years. Take your pick. They took our manager. Said. That's why I'm pissed off. <laughs> like, like if there's one team in baseball. That that I would like to see a win a championship that's not the race. It's always been the Cubs. No, that's I what they want you to said think. The same thing about the Red Sox. And then they won a fucking series. Look, no, Anthony. Fuck no, 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 no. Oh, fuck Boston. But if there was a, if there was a Boston, uh, 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 you know, a Boston Gamecock socks like <laughs> baseball team Gamecock socks that Gamecock well, maybe I shouldn't say Gamecocks because you know that's that's too much of an SEC thing. But you know, if they, they, if there was a it, you know if there was a Boston Beaters, you know, hey, they'll they'll Boston Beaners or something. Oh, well, that Beaners is too racist. Boston Beaters. Let's say let's say let's say you know the 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 Boston Patriots. So they're a, they're a baseball team. They haven't won in, in a thousand years or whatever the fuck it is. And you know. They're they're the they're the lovable Everybody losers. Everybody says the enduring losers and yeah yeah yeah. Okay. All right. right, all right, I get it. Like I I wasn't a baseball fan when the when the Red Sox first won it, so I wasn't like I wasn't invested in that. Yeah, but you're only a lovable loser until you win. Okay, like I get it. The Cubs are gonna probably they're probably already their fans are probably they're probably already annoying, and we just don't get any of. Oh yeah, yes. Well. yes, they're National League Yankee fans. Yeah, but like if they win it, like I'm not gonna sit there and go off. Oh, I'm not gonna be all upset about it. Like, okay, you won it, great. Like it's gonna it'd probably be cool to see, like, especially if it happened at Wrigley. But like I I don't like I'm not sitting yeah. here trying to defend them. No. Or I am defend okay, wait. But I'm just saying I'm just saying I am trying to defend I'm defending them against Kyle because I feel like Kyle, you're just you're just too upset. I don't understand how you could be so upset because at the Cubs. Sh- Chicago- I don't get it. Well, because on the outside, look again, like that the whole Boston thing, like if you if if another Boston team won a championship, you'd be like, Oh brother, Boston again, like they have a, a hockey team who's a dynasty. They've had two three peats with a, with something that nobody's ever done ever in an NBA. Uh, they've done with the greatest player that's ever played the game. 
Uh, and and they the, the you know they they have a, a baseball team that's won uh, World Series in the past decade. Uh, the, 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 I know if you're not if you're a Cubs fan, you're not a White Sox fan, but you're splitting hairs here because the area has celebrated championships, especially in the same right. sport. Stop if acting like they're okay. Cleveland. Stop acting like there's some championship starved fan base. Yeah, maybe I'm not. not. I'm, I'm no, no, not you. Not, not you the, in particular. The, the Cubs fan base as a singular being is a very star fan base that has stayed loyal to that team for a hundred years, even though they haven't won shit. And I can I, respect that because the team in our area doesn't stay loyal. Okay, and the second they go down the tubes, nobody fucking cares, obviously. All right, I can respect that about the Chicago Cubs fan base because that, that's a hard thing to do is to keep fans interested when you suck. Well, All right? I think it's a cliche. I think it's a, a niche Anthony, thing. Anthony, that Cubs fan, a- that Cubs fan in October is... That's the cup. That's a Cubs fan in October. I will seriously. Yeah, the gear only comes out when, in fact, they're good. And yes, it's good this year. So there's a lot of gear out. You just wait. Just wait. Okay. You don't measure a team's loyalty when a team is good. You measure it when they're bad. And I understand what you mean by for the years oh, no. you've well, seen Nick, Cubs fans everywhere. Wait, wait, but wait. it's been like a a, a a status symbol to be like, just like wearing a Yankees cap isn't really about liking the Yankees. It's more or less like I'm from New York. In the same sense that having a Cubs hat on, having that blue hat with that stupid little C on it, means <laughs> you're from Chicago. I don't know, Dick. Nick, I disagree. I feel like you were on my side last no, time we had this. No, I was, but yeah. now I'm starting to change my tune. Well, I disagree with your point, Nick, like- because because I mean, the, thick and thin, the 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 Cubs supporters have been there. Like, they, I mean, they've they're always there. So I can't say that like it like that they're some kind of bandwagon fan base because I mean they're always there. So I mean, you know, props eh. to them for that. But I mean, you know. Stop acting like Chicago is the Cleveland of – or the Cubs are the I'm Cleveland – no, not you in particular. I'm just saying the, the, yes. the sports world. And stop it. I'm saying the, the, the yeah, sports yeah. world I'm at large. Say, I'm not saying that Chicago is starved as a city. I just I, I, I just want to see it because I think it would be cool. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah, I guess it would be cool. I mean, you know, but at the same time, they're, they're just going to be a big, massive blowjob for the, the Cubs. And, of course, they're going to do it with Joe Madden. And so, like, I don't know. Like they say – like they're like – <laughs> like uh the, the club the, the cubs uh clinch a playoff spot and like oh boy that joe madden sure you know you know he 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 turned that team around fuck you like they have jake arietta and john lester and like uh chris uh, uh, who's the dude that just uh, like they have like a fucking amazing well, after, team like a ridiculous guys, team then they have the raised uh salary to spend yeah. after having all and they have guys. theo epstein calling the shots there at gm like they they fucking they're, they're loaded like i can go in there and make a fucking lineup every night yeah, no, I agree. I don't think Joe Madden's done anything special that any other manager wouldn't have done, but like that team is loaded with talent, and yeah, it's talent wins games, especially in baseball. Yeah, he makes it well. Joe but Madden, like, he makes Joe Madden makes it fun. He makes he, he you know he keeps the yeah, the, the he atmosphere does. lively, keeps his guys motivated. So I mean, that, those are the big things that he brings to that team. Yeah, like uh, listen, if they don't win it, I'm not going to be upset. All right, I don't that's know, not. Man. This is that's not a thing. I'm not going to come on this podcast like all down if they don't win it. I just like I said, I think it'd be a cool thing to see because that's going to because you're going to be able to look back and go, well, I remember when the Cubs finally broke that 100 plus year streak. That was kind of cool to see. I don't want to see that. I want to see them keep it. I want to see them like (laughs) I want to I want to see them Buffalo Bills it up and go to like four World Series in a row. 
god damn it like win. but haven't we been there as a fan base with the bucks mm-hmm. when they they couldn't win shit and that, the rays no. the race no, because we won one and all the shit like don't you know how you know how much it sucks to root for a team that always sucks Okay. Yeah, no, but I mean, like the Blackhawks are different. Like the Blackhawks had their runs before they even had this current run. The Cubs have never had a run. It sucks. Ever. To, it sucks Ever. to be a Bucks fan and when they they're when they're so terrible. I touched the ball. It's it sucks to be a Bucks fan when they're so terrible. But as a Lightning fan, that it makes it all better because I have another fr- you know another team that makes that yeah. gives me pride in my city. So if the if the Cubs win the World Series, then all of a sudden it's it's just going to be. Fucking, you know, wealth of like filthy riches. <laughs> God, God. Cubs won the World Series, and then a month later, yeah. So I mean, that's all I'm saying, man. Just all think, right. Just think about I, think about the guy I, that's wearing that Cubs uh, hat. Think about who that guy is. Think about who he well. is. <laughs> He's uh, he's not just a Cubs fan. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Look now, well, I, I've, I've made I'm everybody gonna, sad. I, Everybody's I, sad I because they've come arm. to the same realization that I've come to a long time ago, and that's that they're not a championship-deprived city. Okay, mm-hmm. fuck the Cubs. Good, good job, Kyle. You you, you showed him. <sighs> yeah. Listen, I'm salty. I'm just salty. You don't have to. He stabbed, I mean, he stabbed at that little spot in my heart that I've been like building a wall around from a, when the Blackhawks beat us. I'm a salty he old man. Yeah, Anthony, we know you love Chicago and secretly want to be a Chicagoan. Oh, totally. Yeah, I would love to go there and get murdered immediately. Uh-huh. And then freeze when you're oh, not God, being Jesus murdered. Christ. But, uh, yeah. Look, I, I mean. Uh, I'm being an asshole. Like I, I'm, I'm, I, I fully admit that. I mean, I, I understand where you're coming yes. from, Anthony. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. I think the Cubs. When you isolate the Cubs and you put them on an iceberg and you say, as a franchise, do they deserve a championship? The answer is yes. You know, unequivocally, absolutely, yes, they do. I mean, they've worked hard. Uh, they have a, they have an amazing team. They have a great manager. They have a great GM. Uh, and they 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 they've made all the right moves to win a championship, and I think if they do it, they are they are more deserving of that than anybody else. It's not like they cheated anything out of it, you know. Uh, you know, sure they 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 made the right moves to win it, and, and maybe they quote unquote bought it, but um, who cares? They still a lot of their ta- a lot of their talent is developmental. Yeah, they've there. done very well. Theo Epstein's done very well with the team. Joe Batten's a great manager. Uh, still, I'm just I'm just a salty Tampa fan over here. That's all I am. That's that's all this. That's all I am. Oh, I'm I'm salty when the Blackhawks come to town. Like I I, I totally like I hate Chicago with all, every fiber of my being when that happens. I just I, I don't know. I can't I can't hate them. That's what it really boils down to. I can't hate the Cubs. I just can't. You know what makes me hate them is just like the to see the the infatuation that our current media has with Madden, and I guess eh, rightfully yeah, so. I, they they. They uh they sidled up to him pretty pretty nice and well because they could see the the, the kind of special guy that he is but you know Kevin. now if the Rays made the World Series against them it'd be different obviously because then I then it'd be like fuck oh, your boy. championship I want a championship Mark Tompkins that, head that's would not gonna happen this year so <laughs> I did not intend to spend a whole half on the on the Cubs but here we are here we are well, at I mean, one we hour didn't have much else did we. <laughs> Well, I, I did want to talk about the the USF Bulls because they oh, yeah. they uh, uh, this this could be a, a, the a breakout year for them in terms of of just uh, 
you know, national exposure. Um, you know, they, they've had two decided, you know, decidedly big wins uh, the, the last couple of weeks. And now that, that FSU game uh, looms large. Uh, um, it's going to be talking so many FSU fans at Raymond James Stadium. Holy shit. Which is yeah. going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not going to be one of them. You're uh, not? Nah. Yo, don't be that guy. <laughs> What's the... Uh, My wife is going, but she's going as a Bulls fan. God, I wish I can go. She, Jesse is the going? The tickets probably aren't that bad, Kyle. Nick, is Jesse oh, going? Oh, Jesse... Jesse... I think it was up in the air last time she decided. But she she texted me and it made it seem like she know. wasn't gonna go. But like if she goes, I might just consider going. Like I like I want to fucking go. I've never been to a game. Like, like oh, it's fun. College football games at Ray J are awesome. They're awesome pretty much anywhere you go. To be honest with you. Oh man, and that game is gonna be amazing. I mean, I you, I, you should I, go. It could be a blowout, but I mean, I, I I don't know. I hope I really hope Willie Taggart. I has... doubt it's I doubt it's gonna be a blowout. I really do because. The Seminoles are a good team, but they tend to when they're not okay when they're not playing a one double A opponent. They they tend to play to the other team's standards. Yeah, I mean if the Bulls can keep it close, that game. I mean that even that would be huge. And and if they can just finish out the rest of their schedule, I mean they've they've got a pretty. They, I mean they're they're Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know if they're are they still good. I don't know. I guess we're back when Brian Kelly was was coaching Cincinnati, they were good. Yeah, but... they're they're decent. They're playing tonight, actually. Yeah, but, uh, but like their conferences as a whole isn't strong. Uh, the biggest their their toughest opponent would probably be if they got to the uh, the conference championship game against Houston, uh, who's number six in the country right now. Yeah, but like uh, well, no, East East Carolina can, and Temple. If they somehow pull an upset on FSU, then like they've got a pretty clear road the rest of the way to make some serious noise when it comes to the rankings and stuff like that. I mean, but they got to get past FSU. If they beat FSU, they're top 25 for sure. For sure. Right. If they beat FSU, they're top 15. No, no, no. You're not going to oh, jump yeah, that no, far. Yeah, from yeah. If you beat number, because at the time, okay, think about it. If, if when they play FSU, UF uh, or FSU ends up beating Louisville, who's going to be ranked 10th. They have a shot at being number one, and if you if you take down the number one team, yes, sir, that does introduce you into the well, top. Well, let's say it doesn't work like that, Nick. Well, I, this, I mean, oh, what are you a college student? Well, I, yeah, yeah, kind of am. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's funny you should mention you have, that. You have to jump. You you'd have to jump a bunch of teams that you'd have to hope so many teams in front of you lost that you could jump that far. Like if a te- if teams keep winning in front of you, you theoretically uh, can't jump them. Good point, Anthony. I, I think if if they. If they uh, win big against Syracuse, we'll top twenty-five though. If if they beat Syracuse uh, big, which they should, because Syracuse just had an embarrassing game uh, last Thursday, I believe it was against Louisville. Yeah. Against Louisville, like Syracuse got, got blown the fuck out. So I mean, Louisville's US, really good though. Well, I mean, the Bulls have been solid. So I mean, the Bulls hopefully will 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 win big against Syracuse, and then a close game against Florida State, and let's see what happens. But like that's gonna be it's gonna I mean, be. Let me pull up their schedule real quick. I, I'm looking at it right now. So we got so we we won against Townsend, Northern Illinois. We got Syracuse, then Florida State, Cincinnati, East Carolina, Connecticut, Temple, Navy, Memphis, SMU, and then UF or UCF. Um, I don't know if there's more than that. But if you get past Florida State, man, I'm telling you, they got a real that's good a, chance that's to run an the easier table. Road. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, it's uh, you know what? They should be this good because I saw a stat the other day that Willie Taggart, since he's taken over, USF has had the best recruiting classes out of like the schools in their level. So every school in their conference and all that, they've out recruited everybody by mile. Of course, we're in Florida. Yeah, so they've got the better roster and that talent's starting to grow up and become experienced. But I'm telling you, Florida State better be careful. I mean, you got to be. Better, they better not like overlook them and go and be looking ahead because like they could surprise them. I'm telling you, they could. You have to be really. And that's not even my bias, like shining through. I just think they could. Uh, it is your bias is showing a little, through a little bit, but I mean, you have to be really bad at recruiting to have a bad team in Florida because I mean, it's fucking Florida. I mean, that's the mecca. Like yeah, Texas, walking trip over a three star yeah. uh, recruit. Yeah, Texas yeah, and exactly. Florida. That's where they fucking make them. Like it's it's where they all come from. So it, like it, it, like it, it's no surprise that you have the big three with USF or with uh, FSU, UF, and Miami, uh, and then you have USF, who's you know who's been competitive in the past and then UCF who's produced you know pretty top level talent has done fair and and A&M who's also you know done some things but there's plenty of talent to go around in the state yeah Uh, uh, and like the thing I really like about Taggart's regime is that they've just they've gone back to trying to control the like Tampa like the recruits in Tampa now you're not going to be able to keep five stars and stuff like that here they're going to want to go to bigger schools and stuff like that but no but you can pull four stars that don't want to leave home Right. Four stars, three stars, and like, you know, you know, recruits like that. If you can, it's a really good chance you can keep them in the area. They want to play at home. Yeah, they want to play mean, in front of their family. Could you and like that's That's a really good way to go about it because Skip Pulse did not do that. He didn't care about the area and, th- and they lost a lot of people no. in the area because of that. I mean, initially, Anthony, we got a question in the chat for you. Oh. What is it? Oh, the Ole Miss. Ole Miss can, can Ole Miss beat Bama. Uh, last year was kind of fluky. Fuck no. If you want, but probably not. I don't think they can get them this year. They beat them twice. They beat them two years in a row, but I don't think this if, year. If FSU can beat Ole Miss, then I don't think Alabama has going to have trouble with them. Yeah, Ole Miss can't run the ball, so that automatically makes you one-dimensional, and Bama's going to kill you if, if you're one. Yeah, Bama, so. Bama's going to wipe the fucking floor with them. Uh, Bama's who- going to literally sit on you. That's what they do. So <laughs> nobody's going to beat them. LSU, uh, is, uh, maybe A and M. Uh, Bama always has a weird game every year, like where they they win like yeah. thirteen ten. So they'll probably have a close game somewhere along the road. But like, they're just so ridiculously stacked at every like their backups. They someone wrote an article about their backups could would be starters on like over fifty percent of teams in the FBS. So <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome. So their their backups would be Fresno State. Basically, yeah. Yep. I'm into college football this year. I think I, I, this is the year I've watched week one. I've watched week two. I'm I'm getting into it. So Kyle, you gotta this come week's going to be week fun. Three? I'll watch. Yeah. T- uh, you want me to come over Saturday? Yeah. You got to fix my antenna. Okay. I'll come over Saturday or like I have to, I got to take the it's dog. Fine. I work. We'll, we'll just do yeah. when you come over. That's fine. It'll be later. I got to take the dog yeah, this, in this for some shots. So what's, what's Anthony, the, you come over to listeners, everybody come over to my house Saturday. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Anthony, what are the games to watch this week? Do you know offhand? Or? Uh, Bama and Ole Miss, uh, Ohio State and Oklahoma. That's going to be a good one. Uh, oh, you're, you're, you're missing the fucking obvious one. Florida State and Louisville? Yeah. Yeah. That's a noon game, too, for whatever reason. It should be a night game, <laughs> but it's a noon game. Uh, I can look it up. Yeah, I was trying to look it up just now. Week three, college from SB Nation. Nation's a great website. Uh, oh shit! Oklahoma, Ohio State is gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be a great game. Uh, Notre Dame and Michigan State. 
this weekend? Oh, that's week four. That's week four. Why does it say week four? It's just, I looked up week three. What the fuck? FS, anyway. FSU at Louisville. I mean, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be really fun. Uh, that's gonna be high scoring probably. That's at noon, so I'll probably I, I'll won't be able to watch that. Yeah, the it's weird because like game day is gonna be there, and usually that game's a night game, but they're gonna go straight from their broadcast to the game. Yeah, like, that's that's strange. Ooh, they don't ever do that. You think that'd yeah, be prime that, time? I guess they couldn't flex it for some reason. Huh. Well, I mean, still Ohio State at Oklahoma. Nick, I'll, I might come over for that. USC and Stanford's going to be good, probably. That's, that's fine. Or, or either, or maybe the Alabama Old Miss game. We'll see. Yeah, Alabama Old Miss college football. The, the good thing about college football is, like, the longer the season goes, the better the games get because teams are like undefeated, going up against each other and stuff like that. And so, early in the year, it's usually not that great, but as the season goes, it gets better. Fuck, fucking yeah! Last week was boring, but. I'm looking forward to a good week this yeah, week. Yeah, week two always sucks. Yeah, week three looks a lot better. Okay, I'm, I'm getting into it. Yep. And, I, and I'm I'm fully behind the Bulls. I mean, Bulls are, I I'm I'm ready to pick them as. I mean, they're my team right now. So. Yeah, they should be your team. To if, be honest. With yeah, you. if I had to they put, they probably my, should have been my team too. But my family got a hold of me first. So. It's all right. I mean, <laughs> I think I think everybody in Tampa has an excuse for not supporting the the Bulls because they're they're a very new franchise and in the Gators and the, I mean the. College football is so huge in Florida, so um, Tampa's a Florida State town, really. It is, yeah, it definitely is. I, I thought it, I, it used to be a, a Florida state or Florida. well, it's because Florida was good for a little while. Yeah, there, so. I mean, you've so had some people you, change. You have so many like, um, um, you know, Derek Brooks, Warwick Dunn, uh, uh, Jameis Winston, Sapp, people like that. What's that? We also had Warren Sapp, Miami. Yeah, Warren Sapp. I mean, what, who's? I mean, the the best you had from Florida was Riddell Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, I Killiard was he a buck? I Killiard. Yeah, he was a. Yeah, he was a good third down option. Ernest for, Graham. Ernest Graham uh, yeah. was a gator. E, uh, e. G. Uh, was a was a good gator for the Bucks. Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Yep. Lewis Murphy's a gator, but he's always hurt. So. Yeah, terrible. Um, maybe any other good gators that would. We had Major Wright for a little bit. He was the Gator, but he yeah. sucked. Uh, yeah, our guys didn't. Our guys from that cha- those championship teams. Not a lot of them translated. Some of them did, but not a lot of them. Yeah, Harvin did. Uh, uh, Tebow didn't. Bit. Yeah. Um, Brandon Spikes did for a little. Joe Hayden definitely did. Uh, I was a little disappointed that uh, Jenkins did. Chris Leak didn't come out a lot. But, you know, he was just too small. But I mean, too small. Yeah, that guy and that guy could throw a perfect spiral. Yeah, like I mean, a was, ridiculously good spiral. He seemed like a and good Flutie pocket, yeah. did it. Yeah, Flutie, Flutie did, did it. it, man. Yeah, Flutie. Come on, Flutie flakes. I just want to mention one more thing. Did you know? Did you guys know that Miami is going to play a game at Appalachian State this weekend? Like they're going to Appalachian State. Yeah, I saw in the that. Middle of North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And Appalachian State was like making fun of them on Twitter because they actually sell out their games and stuff like that. And it's like a small little school just like taking shots at Miami. It was great. <laughs> that's cute. Well, I mean, well, they're probably, they're like, a lot of people have them winning. So for them, any pub is a good pub. Yeah. That's great. I mean, you, you laugh, but like the, the 2001 Miami Hurricanes uh, are perhaps the greatest college football uh team of all of all time uh i I read something recently where uh let's see nick do you have any disagreements with that from the Jameis winston led seminoles that won the championship because a lot of people i know a lot of people that say that was the greatest team of all time 
no, no, no. Hell no, okay. no. Jameis Winston and like I'll say that was the one of the best performing teams. But what Kyle's talking about is sheer talent. Yeah. The 2001 like, Miami yeah. Hurricanes would have cost an NFL team nearly $120 million. Holy shit. Yeah, that team was stupid yeah. good. Uh, Ken Dorsey yeah. at, at quarterback, Najee Davenport, Clinton Portis, Jeremy Shockey, Andre Johnson, um, <laughs> just just on your offense, right? And then your defense. Yeah. I mean, Every- your defense is a starting defense in the NFL. Uh, Andrew Williams, Matt Walters, William Joseph, uh, Jerome McDougal, DJ Williams, Jonathan Vilma, Mike Rumpf, Ed Reed, and Philip Buchanan. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, is this the right? Is this the right one? Am I looking at the right one? Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Clinton Portis, just fucking uh, ridiculous. <laughs> Sean Taylor and Clinton Portis destroyed his knee that year. I remember. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and like the running back behind him was, I think it was like some other ridiculous name. Was it Edron James? Maybe. Uh, no, I don't. I, don't I mean. Think it was- I'm sorry. Well, we'll, I mean, I'm look at the look at the. I mean, on this team, on this pretty Andre Johnson, Sean Taylor, Kellen Winslow, uh, Entrell Roll, Jonathan Vilma, Jeremy Shockey, Philip Buchanan, DJ Williams, Willis McGahee, Vince Wilfork, Ed Reed, like on Frank Gore, Clinton Portis, unfucking believable. They Unbe- beat. They it's, hold on. I have to do the math here. Hold on one second. Um. Okay, so back-to-back weeks, they played the number 15th and the number 11th ranked uh, teams in the country. They won those games by a combined score of 124-7. to 7. <laughs> Oh, God. Jeez. Amazing. 59-0 and 65-17 in back-to-back weeks. Larry, All Larry Coker had to do is just be like, yeah, go. Have you watched that 30 for 30? No, I, I need to watch that. Yeah, the, the, the players were literally like he was a chaperone for them. That's really? what they were. Yeah, I mean they were NFL. That was it? Yeah, the the team ran itself. Like <laughs> they had what? Hold on, what did I just see? They had um, thirty eight Pro Bowlers. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Wait, am I, is that right? What? The, 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 something like that. They had thirty eight Pro Bowl selections between them. They scored. They scored forty two point six points per game that year. On average, that's what they were scoring. And only allowed no, 9.75 wait, wait. per game. Overall, overall, 38 members of the team would be selected in the NFL draft. As of 2013, they had earned a combined total of 43 trips to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Andre Johnson, or Ed Reed with nine. Andre Johnson with seven. Frank Gore with five. Vince Wilfork with five. Jeremy Shockey with four. Vilma with three. McGahee with two. Myers with two. Portis with two. Entrell Roll with two. Sean Taylor with two. He would have had more if he didn't get deaded. Uh, Brian McKinney oh. with one. And then Kellen Winslow <laughs> Jr. <laughs> I mean, he was he was an amazing safety when he got shot. It was fucking really good. Oh, yeah. He was good. He was on his, they, a lot of people say he was on his way to becoming the greatest of all time at that mm-hmm. position. Yeah, he used to hate him. And I was I was sad. I, I remember watching his funeral. Like I, I was really sad when he, when he died. It was too soon. Too soon. What a ridiculous fucking team, man! Yeah, like that's that's so ridiculous. I just, Looking back on, it's unbelievable. That's probably that's probably the best team of all time. I I think you would struggle to find a team that was better than that. Right. I mean, I that's, would agree with you. I mean, you can make. I mean, you can make a solid case for, you know, they you know that 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 joke of like ah the the best college teams should play the worst NFL team. <laughs> like if that <laughs> you know, that that team, that could team beat might have beat the Browns. It might have like, been that, yeah, no that team would have beat a medium team. Yeah. 
Wait, hold on. Let me hold on. Let me just see. 2001 NFL season. Let's see who the worst team. All right. Before you look it up, Anthony, who's your team? Who's your guess? For what? Worst team in 2001. Oh, in 01? Uh I mean, that's that's a that's a that's a um That was the year before the Bucks won it. So, Ooh. I'll go oh, I'll go Bengals. No. Oh, damn it. I was thinking about them. Um Oh, the Anthony, Bengals? Anthony. You're close, hold on, though. Hold on. You're, you're close in a way. Browns. You're close in a way. No, not the Browns. It, it's not the Browns. It's the Carolina. Yeah, they, had, they had some pretty. The decent. Carolina Panthers at one in fifteen. Ooh. Oh, what were the what were the Bengals? The Bengals were. Uh, what are they? They're AFC. Not one in fifteen. Six and ten. The the next worst oh, the man. next worst team was the Detroit Lions at two and fourteen. Um, okay. If you just go Detroit most years, you, you get close at least. I mean, like, let's just look at the let's look at the yeah. let's look at the starting lineup for the the the, the Carolina Panthers. You had Chris Winky, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nick Goings, uh, Steve Smith, uh, and his uh, perhaps his rookie year. I don't know, but uh, you he know, was probably still torching the Bucks for like 150 yards. Yeah. And Chris Winky quarterback, like. <laughs> I mean, I think we played them that year because we played the AF or the uh, whatever the fucking division they were in NFC West or something. Yeah, keep going though. Uh, uh, Dan Morgan at linebacker. Uh, um, let's see, Gerard Cooper at safety, and a bunch of jabronis. That I mean, uh, I I can't find a, a a big name anywhere on the they team. Were, they were a pretty yeah. recent, like they had. They wonder they were an expansion team like nineties. Yeah, yeah. Musin yeah. Muhammad and 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 uh, Steve Smith were their their two uh, wideouts. John Guys. Casey at kicker. Okay, so I think the Miami Hurricanes might have stopped them. So could those could those guys have have beaten uh, uh, the likes of Portis McGahey, Davenport Gore, Shockey, Andre Johnson, no. Brian McKinney? Like I think they they might have just fucking won. Like people make this argument every year about Bama, and I'm like, yeah, but Bama's good in like the the college football kind of way. Like they have a bunch of really good co- like those guys translate to the NFL. Don't get me wrong, but like they're not but not all of them. They're yeah. not those guys. Like they're that's that's like so much elite talent on one roster. Yeah, and, and like they were experienced at that point. They were all like I guess like juniors and seniors that year. Like those guys are NFL ready, and they probably would have. No, I don't want to say stomped. But they probably would have beat the Panthers that year. For, for I think I would I would I would think so. Yeah. I mean, you you just look at the amount of guys that immediately made an impact in the NFL and just that and just you know Clinton Portis, yes he did. McGahee, he was hurt. No, he didn't. Davenport, Frank Gore, and Jeremy Shockey and Andre Johnson definitely all made impacts their first year in the NFL. So. Yeah, you can't oh, even say that. Boy, you know, an experience would have affected them because they were effective rookies. I mean, there's guys right now in college like Leonard Fournette for the for LSU who should probably be in the NFL right now because but because of the rules that he has to stay for three years, he's not. Right. Like that that happens. So, yeah. And then yeah. And basically, you've got like you've got ten of those guys that should probably be in the NFL. You probably got enough to beat the beat a, a really bad NFL team for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm a pretty sure that that team game. that team in their rookie state could have beat the Rams last week. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, probably. Case Keenum is bad. Holy shit, he's anybody, bad. Anybody want to take a guess at the Bucks record in two thousand and one? Ten and six. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. nine and seven. Nine and seven. 
Uh, I'm going to go 10 and 6. Anthony, you are right on the money. 9 and 7. Yep. I remember that from the Super Bowl DVD. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) Any any bold predictions before we get out of here? Oh yeah, actually, I let's let's make some bold. Pred- I think I have I have legitimate bold uh, predictions. Um, okay, I mean, let me just bring up the uh, NFL season or the NFL uh, NFL Week Two uh, and see if I can put pull some bold predictions out of my ass here. Um, let's see. I'll go first. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> um. Jameis Winston makes it another week with at least three touchdowns. And Doug Martin gets 100 yards rushing. All right. Damn. The offense had a really good day then. If that happened. Yeah. I think the the, uh, the offense is, is. All right. You guys want bold? I, I really do. You guys want some okay. bold predictions? I got one. I got, sure. I got one. I got one that's real bold. Uh, and if, to me, it's feasible. So the St. Louis, or I'm sorry. The L.A. Rams uh, travel to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Uh, I say the You're Rams. Not go here, are you? Rams come back in a big bad way. The reason being, uh, Russell Wilson had a bum ankle in the, in the second half of the game against the Dolphins, and the, and the, the Seahawks didn't look too great. Uh, I think this is this is this is open for for uh, for contest, and I think perhaps the Rams aren't as bad as they seemed on monday night so i think even with short rest even against the seahawks even uh away i think the rams come away with a win against the seahawks god damn kyle if that comes true i'll, I'll, I'll start bold. i'll start sucking in some That's... of those thousand dicks you, had to suck <laughs> you gotta help me man I'm, I'm working <laughs> on them i got us one win i'm working on seven more or nine more <laughs> so uh my bold prediction is that uh that old VH3 gets a pick six this week. Ooh. For his first, right. his first INT in the NFL is going to be a pick six. You're both going Bucks yeah, predictions. Okay. Yeah. Should, should well, I... I mean, it's the only team oh, I can yeah. feel pretty confident about making a bold statement about. I mean, try to make a bold statement about the Bucks. I, no, I don't want to do that. I mean, I, I mean, I got a bold statement, and it directly counter uh, contradicts Kyle's. I feel like that the LA Rams go two weeks in a row without scoring a point. Ooh. That's not that bold," says Case Keenum. Right. <laughs> if you guys want a Tampa-centric bold prediction, uh, Nikita Kucherov uh, signs a, 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 a three-year, whatever million-dollar yes, contract. Please. He had he had he had no comment today so. about it. Asking about a day, he said no comment. Can we can we not play a fucking World Cup of hockey? Like I'm so nervous right now for all of our players. Like please don't get hurt. Like yeah, those Russian teams are in Kucherov's ear. Yeah. We can pay you more. We pay you more, comrade. We can pay you more for longer. Come back. Jesus Christ, that Russian line of Datsuk and uh, um, Ovechkin and Kucherov. Ovechkin and Kucherov is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. That's so awesome. I, I, I yeah, love it for that. That line's, like, that line's like, seriously, pick your poison. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, like, really. <laughs> that's that's like some fucking 1984 uh, uh, um, uh, Lake Placid shit. Like... <laughs> Torts is out there like, we need you. I patch you ready. I need you to be Mike Ruzioni for us. Go. Go Again. Again. (laughs) Like, oh, Jesus Christ. God, USA is going to get stomped, by the way. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, come on. So bad. We're going to talk about, we'll we'll talk about the the World Cup of Hockey. Geo Fitz is going to return to the the podcast very soon. And um, 
we're going to talk World Cup of Hockey, which is it'll be fun. I mean, I'm 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 interested to learn about what it is and why. We'll run through the rosters. Yeah. Just, oh well, it's going to be over by the time we get him on, probably. So he said he said uh, probably not next week, but the week after, I think, towards the championship game of it. I think we're going to have him on. Okay. So, yeah, we'll go. Th- we'll we'll get him then. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, SharkDropper.com. Check out all of our podcasts. Patreon.com slash SharkDropper if you want to donate some money to us for uh, bonus content that's available to you on Patreon. Uh, make sure you go check that out. If you become a patron, uh, there is the, you know bonus content available to you. Um, rate and review. iTunes. Oh, yeah. Rate and review. Fuck. I wanted to say this in the beginning of the podcast, but yeah, please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, it does help us out. It makes us look legitimate and it does help us out with like iTunes rankings. So uh, do that if you remember. And uh, yeah, that was it. We did bull predictions and everything else. So I think we got to, we'll just wrap this one up, right, guys? Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that was Word of Bait for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. And I'm Anthony. And go Bucks. Free Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm.